NNF After Dark is brought to you by Sandpiper Vacations. For all of your vacation planning needs, visit www.sandpipervacations.com. Tell them that the No New Friends podcast sent you. Welcome to NNF After Dark. Chris is going to take you through the highlights of the previous episode and maybe even say some bad words, plus celebrity interviews, and much, much more. And now, here he is, the scumbag reselling hoarder himself, Chris Yob! Welcome to episode 9 of No New Friends After Dark, During Dark, whatever you want to call it. We call it After Dark, it is During Dark. When you're listening to it, it's probably During Light. I don't know. Uh, the last two weeks, eh, I wouldn't say the last two weeks, the last week and a half, we had some serious conversations here. Um, a couple weeks ago, my, my wife finally caught up. Uh, that was the... Um, <laughs> that was the couple's episode. And I, I gotta tell you what, I hate, I hate the gays. <laughs> I'm sorry, excuse me. I hate the gaze that she gave me when she walked in the door and said, I, I can't believe you talked about me like that when I wasn't even in, in the house, when I was not even in the house. Wow. So <laughs> that, um, so it didn't, it did not go well for you. No. No, I am uh, I am broadcasting live from my parents' basement right now. Uh, uh, I, I wish I was in the Sandpiper Studios, uh, stu- virtual uh, Sandpiper Vacation Studios. I'm not. I, I don't even know where I am right now. Uh, I'm, st- I'm not even on our Wi-Fi. I'm stealing my neighbor's Wi-Fi because I don't even know what the login is. She blocked me from everything. <laughs> well, we all, we're all we all in the Sandpiper Vacation Studios, so it's fine. Okay, by association, I am. Yes, by so, association. It's kind of like Sarah is Spanish by insertion. <laughs> insertion. Oh, by opposite of insertion, right? right. Yeah, yours is opposite, right. way opposite by, of insertion. Uh, yeah, subsertion. So, um, <laughs> desertion. So now I know that I have a two week buffer period uh, for when I make a joke on this podcast about my wife. Um, if you're in the doghouse like me, you can relate. No, I don't know. So anyway, <laughs> I thought I thought you were going to transition. I was like, is he going to transition to a, a sponsor? Did, is there a new sponsor that I know that I don't know about? If you're in the doghouse like me, visit BarkBox. Uh, just go to our website, <laughs> newfriendspodcast.com and check out those exclusive offers. Scott loves the BarkBox. He also loves the company BarkBox, uh, which <laughs> is one of our uh, affiliates. Um, it so is. To, it is. Yes, it is it, one of our affiliates, and you just go to our website. I'm not going to tell you how to get. I'm not going to tell you all the the. Listen. The codes they give us are like 40 characters long. Just go to our website. Just go to our website. We got like 60 different affiliates. Well, there's unique links. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Listen, if you like something, we probably are affiliated with them. Just go to our website, knownyourfriendspodcast.com. Chris, if uh, they like, if they like uh, racist, are we affiliated with the clan? Um, well, you'd have to go to Scott's personal email for that. <laughs> he might have some affiliate, he might have some affiliate links for you. Um, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm affiliated with Black Lives Matter. If you want to reach out to me, Scott, if you uh, Scott's affiliated with, uh, 
I don't know, it's crazy, called Black Lives Don't Matter. Oh my uh, God. With. Jeez, Scott. Oh my God. We did this whole episode last I'm week about love and I'm now we're spewing hate. Hey, listen, Tucker Carlson, calm down. Scott's not affiliated with them. That's just the town he lives in. <laughs> or it's a slogan, right? I don't know. Anyway, so this week, total, total 180 from what I'm talking about. We're talking about love this week because in the <laughs> previous episode that we just recorded, um, Noted Friends episode. Scott, insert episode name or title here or number here. Oh, I, I, I say that as he takes a sip of his beer. Scott, what episode did we just record? <laughs> what number? We just, I know you know. 148. 148. Wow, two away from 150. Big episode. Big episode, big guest. We talked about. What we talk about, Scott? We talked about the talk. The talk, episode. yeah. We talked about the talk, the talk, the birds and the bees, the coming to age story, the I'll tell you when you're older. Now you're older, so I'm telling you a story. We had, and you know what? Uh, we we kind of talked about this on the phone a little bit, and you said, "Gonna talk about how my daughter experienced her first menstruation." And I'm like, ah, "Don't know how that's gonna <laughs> land, Scott." I like, I'm afraid to make a joke about that. I'm afraid to, uh, I'm afraid to even touch that material. And uh, I'll tell you what, it went like. Really well. It was tasteful. It was genuine, and it was uh, and it was fun. It was funny. Now, what I want to talk about now will be the total opposite. I don't want to be tasteful. I don't want to be genuine. I don't want to be. Uh, I do want to be funny. So I want to do a little round table discussion. Uh, when and what was your experience with the talk? Was it weird? Was it? Uh, was it at school? Was it from a friend? Was it in first grade, like me? When someone told me that two girls just lay naked stomach to stomach with each other. Yeah. Oh yeah. My parents were pissed, Nick. My parents what? Were pissed. Oh yeah. This, yeah. My parents. Who were told pissed. you in first grade? Oh, Nick, I, I blame you. It was you, wasn't it? <laughs> I was, I was like 25 when he was in first grade. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say her name, but, um, but Olivia did teach me what, what the birds and the bees were. What else did Olivia teach you? Listen, nothing physically. All just talk. It was first grade, man. No one's doing it. I'm like, that's that's interesting. It's not hot. It's interesting though. It's talking about like um, you know, guy and a girl lay belly to belly. The woman's organs just suck in the men's organs. That's how she explained it. Just gets sucked in, right? And um, and then I didn't learn about it about anything else then it just i kind of figured that was that was how it happened right you lay belly to belly naked right and then uh that a baby is made somehow during that process didn't know how didn't know all the details but yes first grade maybe second grade it could have been second grade still way too still way too emily just went uh just got up out of the bedroom to get something and she's giving me the gaze <laughs> <laughs> the gaze that i got after the uh <laughs> yeah, uh, Sean in chat says that's horrific. Um, there was a lot of therapy after after first grade, Sean, or lack of that led me to therapy in my twenties. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks, Olivia. But um, yeah, no. So I learned I learned about the birds and the bees from a, a classmate in first grade. Um, it was interesting. I, I just say it was interesting. So. Um, did you guys learn the traditional way? 
I, did you guys ever have to do that? And that's, that's the other question I have to, I have to ask. Do you ever have to do that? I see this on TV all the time. Do you ever do the, the, the condom on the banana thing in health class? Was that a thing? No, no. no. I've got 57 okay. kids. Clearly, I didn't learn how to use a condom. <laughs> like, Nick, you were, you were in a safe I remember school. watching the video in fifth grade where they separate the boys and the girls and right. they taught the girls something and I still don't know. Um, to the side, <laughs> which, okay, which I found out apparently on the on the podcast that you recorded earlier what actually happened with the girls there. So. <laughs> um, I don't remember much about the video talk. I just remember like they're like, "Oh, we're deodorant and stuff." But I remember in sixth or seventh grade, our health teacher, she was like the hot health teacher, the hot teacher that everybody loved. She taught us how it. Wait, hold on, hold on. Was this a dude or a chick? A, a female. Okay. Like, I, I still, I thought she was attractive, too. Okay. Um, gays she, touch boobs. Got gays it. touch boobs. <laughs> so, um, she, she taught us that a penis is like a Twinkie. If you squeeze oh. it hard enough, the cream filling comes out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That was my, my key takeaway, and I've not put a Twinkie down ever since. <laughs> <laughs> got, a box, got a box sitting right here. <laughs> God. <laughs> um, uh, while I while, while you were telling that story, Nick, uh, my wife did just come in and say and tell me her story in thirty seconds, which all is all she needed. Didn't want to oh, know I, any more than thirty seconds. She they, learned when she was seven they, years old. A, I have a lot to, uh, in common with sex in thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you were going to say you had a lot in common with sex and being seven years old. So she was seven wow. years old. Because she was seven years old, and her neighbor taught her uh, what sex was with a life-size Barbie doll. They the 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 uh, the neighbor demonstrated by uh, having two of the dolls hump each other, and that's how that's how babies are made. So seven years old. So I think we got the record. Can anyone beat seven? Can anyone beat seven years old? Uh, Sarah, you had to have beat seven. No, 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 definitely not. But my parents are both in the medical field, so it was a very it wasn't traditional, but it was very. Um, factual you know so my mom sat me down and then my dad came in with this look like i really do not want to be doing this right now and he sat me down and he's like so i have to tell you medically from a man's standpoint that this is how this (laughs) happens and whatever but definitely the look on his face the whole time was like i do not want to be here i do not want to be doing this right now this is awful so So. you're see so but you're no, your mom and your dad came in. It was very technical. And starts talking to you about it like separately. Separately. And then like my mom talked to me and then it took my dad a long time to come <laughs> back old? to me about his part. I I'm not talking like like a couple, you know, hours. I'm talking <laughs> and that way. It and took how old him. were you? Just roughly. Just Probably roughly. like pre like pre teen. Okay, so like 12ish. All right, when did you meet yeah, Lewis? somewhere Just around curious. there. <laughs> oh. No, 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 it's unrelated. When did you meet Lewis? Um, 24, I was. All right, so then 24, Lewis came and then just never stopped coming. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, I would say that's a good sign. <laughs> uh, Scott, uh, yeah. back, so... While you were in between your nuclear drills during the Cold War in school, <laughs> you know, duck and cover, did they teach you sex ed or was Listen. it taught at home for you? Scott, when you were growing up, like, wasn't sex a sin? 
I, yeah, I mean, it was. You no, know, I went to Catholic school, so right. it was. It was. It was. We were only taught sex before marriage, or sex after. Sorry, uh, oh. well, sex before marriage with the priest, but sex after marriage <laughs> with you know. <laughs> you know, you have to be in love and married, and then you have the the sex. Um, actually, they never really said anything in love; just married, which is marriage. marriage. Right. Yeah, so no love, uh, right? Yeah. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> no, uh, it actually, I, di- I didn't learn any any of that in school. I learned it at home. Um, in fact, last night, Rachel said, so what happens is you <laughs> didn't even work that time. That's fine. <laughs> Alex, cut that out. <laughs> no, wh- oh. what's, what's funny about my story is I, we, we were on a road trip uh, with my family, and I was in middle school. It's so, disgusting. Like, oh, she was hot. It's fine. Your cousin. Um, <laughs> like a family not, road trip. I'm, I'm not from Alabama. It's yeah, well, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> Florida. Anyway, I'm in Central Florida, and so Central Florida is uh, blue. We 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 don't different. believe in all that you know hate right, stuff. Right. So we we I was trying to be funny, and I was doing you know like uh, oh under the bleachers by Seymour Butts, and <laughs> like I I there was like ten of them that I had, and <laughs> then it was. Uh, uh, always in the bathroom by Jack Sofalot. Wait, I, I like, no, wait, 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 wait. Am I the only oh, one who's totally lost? I was I'm, making jokes in the car. These oh, uh, under the okay. bleachers by Seymour Butts, like book titles. How old are uh, you? I are you not paying attention when I when you start talking about the incest? I, I forgot how old you said you were. You said family. You said you learned how to have sex on a family road trip, and then it's just, <laughs> my mind wandered. <laughs> I did not hear how. I did not hear how old you were. Okay, so, so I'm, I'm in middle school, and I'm making jokes about book titles, and I say, under the okay. bleachers, see more butts. Fitting. Always in okay. the bathroom, jacks off a lot. Okay. okay? And, I, like, we're on, like, we're. We're on like the, the the freeway. My dad like slams on the brakes, <laughs> and I don't know. All of a sudden, now we had two different cars. I don't re- like th- that part of the memory is a little bit blurry to me as far as how many cars did we have because I thought we were all in the same car. And then he's like, "Well, I'm going to take Scott in the car." And like we had this whole conversation, and that's when the the talk happened. And um, he's like, "Well, do you know about that?" I was like, "Well, yeah, my friends talk about it." He's like, "Do you think any of your friends are having sex?" And I'm like. I don't know. I'm like, we don't really talk about that. I mean, like some of them probably joke about it, but I don't know. And then I had to, then I had to read the book of where babies are made. And there was this, like, it was like, they were, they bought this, like someone gifted them this book when I was born and said, here, show him this when he's ready. And it was like, you know, it was, uh, it was like one of the golden books of where babies come from. Uh, like <laughs> the Bernstein bears explains the, <laughs> the Bernstein bears explains sex. Exactly. Awesome. It, it was this really weird situation, but, uh, Nick, you've read yeah, that book, right? I, I know. I'm like, this, this it all makes sense now. I'm like, I love the bears. I love the bears. <laughs> it just clicked. <laughs> so. So that's uh, that's kind of how the talk happened for me. That's interesting, uh, is, Scott. So you kind of brought it on inadvertently. Yeah. Now I don't talk to my parents because I don't know what other talks <laughs> they're going to talk about. So I have no idea how to balance a checkbook. So <laughs> if if I could share the story of when I had to have the talk with my son. 
Oh, please. Mm. Okay. So if you remember last week in the mostly serious uh, episode that we talked about, we talked about how like parents don't have that talk with their kids. They just let them watch the video. So yeah, like yeah. you can allow the school to parent your kid when it comes to sex education, but you can't, you know, let them parent your, or, you, they, they can't say gay anyway. So <laughs> I didn't have the talk. I didn't talk to him about it. None of that stuff because I was like, eh, the school's got it. No big deal. I was a shitty parent. Sure. So <laughs> you said it, not yeah, me. Right. So <laughs> I'm driving, I'm driving one day and my son would borrow my so car. You say you're giving the tradition. <laughs> you're giving the tradition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the strangest things happen in the car. You know, it's weird. It's like so, they're trapped. I say, this sounds like a national lamp band movie. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it, it is. Uh, so, like my son would use my car uh, because it, like he just got his license and all that. And he was going to visit his girlfriend, whatever. So one day, and I don't remember how I found it, but I'm like putting my diet Coke in the, or I'm taking a diet Coke out or whatever. And there's a corner of a condom wrapper sitting in my car. And it wasn't mine because God knows I don't oh. have sex. So it's like, yeah, this is, uh, this, this would be his. Wait, he's having sex so, in your car? I don't know. I don't I mean, know. No one's just uh, leaving but, a rapper. Well, probably. It probably was in the car. And, and That's awesome, first of all. Congrats I know, right? Kudos to him. Congrats right? on the sex, your son. What kind of car yeah. is this now? <laughs> yeah. uh, it's a Hyundai yeah. Tucson. Hyundai Tucson. It was oh, a, wow. It's an SUV. Yeah. Wow. Lots so, of room. <laughs> lots of room. Lots of room. Third row. It's better than Sarah's down. Kia. <laughs> Tight spaces work wonders sometimes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> have to vouch for the Kia. Um, <laughs> so he, I, 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 I see it and I'm like, oh, okay. So I do that. Th like, so I'm driving him to school one day. It's, Was it's it name brand, Scott? Was it name brand? The condom? I don't. I, yes. <laughs> that's important. Uh, yes. That's important, man. Trojan. I am sure. Good. So. Good kid. I, I don't remember. This was a long well, time ago. Well, he's trying but. to say it's the difference between grandchildren and no grandchildren. You know? That's true. That's true. That's yeah. true. Um, he pulled out, which is exactly <laughs> what I told my parents when they found out that we were pregnant with Darren. Uh, anyway, so... Um, <laughs> so... So, I, I... We're in the car, and... I had, I had hidden like, because I knew I was going to talk to him about it that day. And like, I had hidden it. And so we're talking and, uh, and I, and I unhid it and I held it in my hands and just held it up. Oh, and I didn't say a word. I just held it up. That's you are a shitty parent. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, it's only happened one time. And I'm like, dude, I'm not mad at you. You're 17 years old. And I'm like, wait, it's only happened one time and I find the rapper in the car. So your one time was in the car. It, hashtag my car, by the way, but <laughs> you, your first time was, it was supposed to be special and romantic and candles and all that stuff. It's like, no, nah, we just wanted to bang one out. That's amazing. I'm like, well, for, good for you. <laughs> so Scott, when you see that, like, first of all, he's your son, not a daughter. Right. So right. I, it's, I feel like you have totally different emotions, which, Kind of, kind of, oh, it's a complete it. double standard. I've told my daughters they're not allowed to date until they're married. Right, exactly. Because you're so defensive about your daughters, right? Yeah. You claim yeah. you're a girl dad. 
So, I mean, right. like, your son's not even your son. It's like your friend, <laughs> it's like, right? He's just there. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, he's just your best friend. So, it's like, you see that. And it's like, as your best friend, it's like, nice, nicely done. In the car, that's awesome. And, and you didn't even think to, like, get rid of it. Like, you didn't even, like, you didn't even put it in a pocket. Like, you just throw it in my glove box. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dad, can I borrow the fuck shit? I mean, the car <laughs> for, for, for the weekend. <laughs> That like well, that's pretty that's pretty cool. Like just knowing that like that was that's probably a special time for you. Knowing that your car was the place <laughs> was the place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Kind of gross, a little gross, but pretty cool too. Right, right. So look here. Here's the thing: is we, How much we got a very detail, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> well, my wife paid for it. I have no idea. <laughs> so. Um, you know what's really funny? We've been doing this podcast uh, with Chris for about two years, and um, Chris has a new laugh. It's like yeah. as soon as he got fat, he started. I think wheezing. that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what it is. Like the it's the like the fat is collapsing has. in on your on your lungs. Yeah, it's it's a little alarming. I have listened back to it, and I've actually played it for my doctor, and he, <laughs> <laughs> he gave me a, he gave me he gave me twenty years. Yeah, you're starting you're starting to smoke. It sound like me? Are you are you smoking a pack a day? <laughs> No, so the the conversation went really well. You know, I didn't have that. Like I'm mad. He's 17 years old. I, you know, I was having sex at 17. Oh shit. Spoiler alert. Mom, dad, I was having sex at 17 years old. Um, I mean, that's the, the age of consent in Florida. It's like 14, isn't it? 16, 16. Uh, let's I'm not, glad let's, it's weird. You knew let's that. not make jokes. About <laughs> I knew so that better. too. If it's any better. <laughs> I did my own research. That was a okay? very quick response there. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> Sorry, that's that's my story with 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 my son. It was a you know it was a it was a good conversation. I was like, look, I'm not mad at you. I'm I'm glad you used protection. Like, good for you. Sure. And I'm like, but you also lied to me. I was more pissed that he lied the day before because I had asked him if you know things were getting serious because I wanted to be able to have a, like a mature grown up talk with him about it. Like, here, here's a box of condoms that I'm not using. Um, because my <laughs> wife won't touch me. They're so here's inspired. My- I said they're inspired. Right? <laughs> inspired <laughs> it's really funny because every time we do run out of condoms, my wife's like, "Why don't you just buy them from Costco or from uh, not Costco from uh, from no, we don't Amazon <laughs> from Amazon?" And I'm like, "Because they're like 36 packs." And she's like, "So?" And I'm like, "That's gonna take us 10 years to get through. <laughs> like they'll be expired." <laughs> so <laughs> she doesn't like that joke. So because uh, it's, it's not a joke. So <laughs> <laughs> so we we went through all our our issues, right? Now we got to do the gay angle, Nick. Listen, mm. you're in school. When did you? I, I, when did you realize you were gay? What age, approximately? Uh, he said, <laughs> like five years old. He said that a couple times. Right. right. Well, that's what I'm How getting at. Right. That's what I'm getting at. So, so, so we've established that, like the 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 talk is kind of like in middle school, right? Yeah. Like, around there, yeah. right? So, so you're you're sitting in health class, and they're teaching you. All right, this is what you do. Aren't you kind of like, well, what the fuck do I do? Like, like what? A, like, uh, yeah. What a, like, I, I still don't know where babies come from. Like, we <laughs> we have a daughter. <laughs> The stork stork. dropped her off. A very strong stork dropped her off. We've been trying for years to have our own baby. I I don't know if I missed a day of health class. (laughs) 
Sean's got like 70 babies in him by now. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to have 70 tuplets. So, <laughs> yeah, like, I don't, now, I don't remember anything. Like, I mean, nobody talked about being gay back in the 90s. Yeah, I guess that's true. Now, the, the one Well, thing until is, Magic Johnson um, got HIV and then it was, wait. I think it was no, he wasn't gay. Yeah. Never mind. Sorry. No, I think yeah. he wasn't afraid of gay people after that. So yeah, that's, that's true. Very dark turn. Um, yeah. Cut that out. We'll be right back. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, so, I, I feel like okay. So you you have a son. We're talking about you have a son. Oh yeah, yo, congratulations! But you have that fear. You have that fear that your that your son's gonna knock some girl up, right? And then you have a daughter, and you have a fear that she's gonna get pregnant, right? Nick. Sarah, Scott, me. You have a gay son. It's like, wow, this is great. <laughs> like, this is, like, hey, nothing, no, no. Nothing to worry about. Chris, Chris, <laughs> no I, worries, am, I am right? praying. I am praying <laughs> that my daughters decide to be into women. Like, I'm just hoping and <laughs> praying. Like, right? It's like, whatever. Like, it's, like, it's almost easier. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. It's like first of all, okay, you have so many. When kids, I, I mean, when I graduated pros, high school, I graduated high school with 180 people. We had mm-hmm. 15 babies. 15 kids that I went to school with had babies. That is that's wow. a that's wow. a, a very high birth rate. And I'm 38 now, and I'm seeing these kids like in college already. And I'm like, what? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that's yeah. See, like. Like it's like uh you know you always ask like oh what if your what if your child was gay how would you deal with that well first of all it's like okay but second of all it's like I deal with it great because now now you don't have to worry about first of all the talk no there's no more talk it's just like hey go get him tiger <laughs> go have fun <laughs> it's like there's no there's no stress anymore because yeah, it's like I really- mean even even when Sean and I got together like I don't think my mom ever thought she was gonna have a grandkid from us. Yeah, right. And then that's the that's the surprise. Like, hey, guess what? We have a kid now. It's like, <laughs> oh my gosh, this is even like now. First of all, no accidents. Now I have a grandkid. It's like the blessings just keep on coming. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of like, yeah, you know what? Uh, you know what if you, what if your child was gay? Well, you know what? I hope. I hope. <laughs> listen, I'd be taking a lot of stress off my shoulders. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, funny statistic. Um, speaking about um gay individuals, the rate of uh of people being gay has gone up have you seen this chart nick have you seen this and uh, one out of every five gen zers claims they are gay have you no, seen this i've not seen this um people are saying like uh you know bigots are saying like you know it's it's the media it's the uh you know it's it, the ron DeSantis supporters might say it's the schools perpetrating gayness and uh and then maybe um People who think soundly, I think, well, maybe now it's tolerated. So now people, when they're asked if they're gay, like, yeah, no, I am gay. And then now, now, now the rates are going up. I thought that was, that was pretty interesting. Uh, Cause Elon Musk actually commented on this today. And one of the smarter things that Elon Musk says, is like, maybe it's just tolerated more. Maybe, maybe we just tolerate this more now. I don't think it's tolerate or accept. I, okay. All right. <laughs> You want to put words in my mouth, uh, Scott? <laughs> listen, no, listen, you said the words. Listen, you listen, said listen, to tolerate me. <laughs> listen, are you, listen. From, are you from Florida? <laughs> I've been listen, Nick, we tolerate you now. Well, I know. I've, he just tolerates. We're not friends anymore because he doesn't like Daisy Duck. I found out earlier. So I don't. I don't. That's a, oh. Daisy's a gay icon. Har- I didn't know that. I didn't know I that. Didn't know that. I didn't know. I just made this up. But. Oh, see, you're making. <laughs> she, he's throwing shit. <laughs> I mean. How many statistics? <laughs> I say 
48% of statistics are made up. I, I, everything I said the last 45 seconds wasn't even real. I just needed to fill in some, some, some time. I, I don't even follow Elon Musk on Twitter. Um, <laughs> first of all, the word tolerate. Probably shouldn't say that anymore. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think I, I, I've been, listen, I got to keep up with Florida News on a Disney podcast. It's probably where I picked up that word for. I don't, <laughs> so what do I do? So I don't tolerate, I accept. Well, you're also drinking box wine. That's so. yeah, right. So, that's yeah. where the toleration. And as and as I said in Shit's Creek, it's it's about the wine, not the label. There oh, you go. See? There you go. Oh. Yeah. I think it's so, a good thing. That's beautiful for me, right? Yeah, it is beautiful. Yeah. So speaking of Daisy and the gay icons or whatever, so I was I was just having this conversation with my wife uh, before we came up to record. I said I want to be the like the gay icon podcast, like I it, it, because. If you look about it, all of the major gay icons, Judy Garland, uh, Liza Minnelli. Whoa, whoa, wait, 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 yeah, wait, wait, Judy wait, wait. Garland? Yeah, what? Hold on. Let me, let me finish my point. Judy Garland, oh, Liza like, Minnelli, uh, Dolly Parton. Um, Cher. Trying to think of some. Cher. All of these. Uh, 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 Catherine O'Hara, uh, Lady allies? Gaga. None of them are gay, but they're, they're huge allies. gay icons. Uh, Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah. Huge Coolidge. gay icons. So. I want to be the gay icon podcast. Judy Garland. Is that because she's saying somewhere over the rainbow? So backstory about Judy Garland. She's the reason we have pride. She's what? She's what? She's the reason we have pride. Why? So Can you explain that. I'm really curious about this. So you might hear, I guess you don't really hear it much anymore. There used to be a, a kind of a code terminology in the gay world of, are you a friend of Dorothy? And that's because of the rainbow. No, because she, and I don't want to mess up the story, so sorry, gay community, don't hate me. <laughs> uh, but um, she was helped involved with the Stonewall riots back when um, really all that started. So she was. Now I did. I did line. hear she she did a lot. She was like one of the first uh, big name people to do any work in the at the time the gay community because yeah. there was no the letters. It was just the G. The the G spot. <laughs> right. It was, um, it was just, yeah. 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 We can say that. It and then as a cheated. result, her daughter, Liza Minnelli, was also... Wait, wait Judy Garland's daughter is Liza Minnelli? Yes. God, you're yes. so young. Oh, <laughs> goodness gracious. Yes. For, oh, my God. You gotta stop complicating this. First of all... Just like, hold on. Tony Curtis and Janet don't Lee. Is. Don't know who that is either. I'm T sorry. Spartacus? Don't know what that is. The actual Spartacus from the Roman ages? From, from the movie. Before. From the movie. No, and I'm then sorry. Janet Lee from um, uh, Psycho, oh, I feel the like movie Psycho. I feel, like the, I, was, I feel like a newborn baby. <laughs> their daughter is Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, you, that Tony Curtis, also me. a gay icon. I'll tell you what, and, though. You're making things too difficult because Judy Garland sang the song Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Could it just stop there? <laughs> <laughs> Could it just stop there? The friend no, of Dorothy no. thing would have made so much more so, sense if it connected to that. If, so on your, when you go on your cruise... You'll okay. see now, now it says like LGBTQ meetup. So pretty much all the cruise lines, Royal Caribbean and Carnival have essentially a gay meetup every night. At the Could bar. I go to that, Nick? You can go. Be it's, weird. Open to, it's open to everybody. It wouldn't be weird if, if I went? No, it's open to everybody. It's, it's not like anything formal or anything. It's just a nice social hour. So the, sure. cruise, the cruise ships have one for Alcoholics Anonymous and then the gay community. Um, but it used to be, it used to be called Friends of Dorothy on Carnival. Really? And I remember going on a cruise when I was, when I first came out to my family and I had the 
explain to my family, I'm like, hey, I'm going to this happy hour thing. This is what it is. So every time they saw this uh, hot guy, they're like, is he a friend of Dorothy's? Is he a friend of Dorothy's? So. That's so interesting. So, yeah. okay. So you have, so you have all these different, I, first of all, I have to look out for these meetings. You have the, uh, you have the uh, Alcoholics Anonymous and then the Alcoholics Public, which used to call the LGBTQ meetup. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Basically. Nick, Nick, I see how you party. Yeah. I see how you party. We we started we started reading as alcoholics, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's why I fit right in. I uh, okay, that's, that's seriously, that's good to know. Actually, that, yeah. so there's these meetups. So that that's 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 you know, it might sound weird for me to ask, like, oh, well, I'd be accepted there, but it's it's serious. Like, if I like, can can just anybody go? You know, anymore it's open. So when we went on Royal Caribbean last year for the first time, they held it in the piano bar, which was also the same time the piano player was playing, and there was like all these old people and old couples in there. And it's not like we have labels or anything saying like, hey, sure, right. we're here for the gay happy hour. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you know, if your radar went off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, do you, do you come across, so you go to these meetups, I assume, um, do you come across straight people going to these meetups at all? Yeah, all the time. You get, oh, awesome. It, yeah, you get, it's, it's a fun, supportive, just, social hour check thing that's cool yeah because uh i am going on a royal caribbean cruise as you probably know because i you booked it um, I <laughs> <laughs> yeah me too um i'm gonna look out for this is something i'm gonna look out for yeah. um where is where can you find something like this i'm genuinely curious now um it's usually listed in the app whatever is going on for the evening so oh usually, gotcha. so, yeah royal caribbean sponsors it like it's run by them yeah it's not like an official meetup or anything it's it's very like low-key just like if you want to go it's like a hangout like yeah. if you want you know this, this is, is this is like, where all the gays are at this time right right this is yeah. where the party is essentially sense grinder does sense grinder doesn't work on the cruise ship <laughs> actually meet people <laughs> That's awesome. So if you want to party, go to the LGBTQ plus meetup. That's 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 really what it comes down to. I've seen how you how, how your meetups go, Nick, and they're nothing we've, less than like a rager. We've had we've had really fun times, Adam. Actually, we've met some good friends from it. We met some crazy guys that you're like, oh crap, we're stuck with you for seven days. <laughs> I'm, I'm Stage five you remember, I'm surprised you remember them, given all the uh, the alcohol you guys consume. Yeah, we drank a little bit. I was a professional alcoholic for years. <laughs> I'm striving to be like that, uh, Nick. I got paid to go to meetings. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Scott, you. I'm the host of this thing, but I need to ask for your permission. Should we go to break? <laughs> <laughs> as the as the producer of this show, hope you guys enjoyed the birds and the bees talk with us. Uh, you guys want to know more about that? Don't ask Scott. You won't know. Probably reach out to Nick. But coming up next, we have a very, very uh, fun interview with, well, you know what, Scott, let me kick it over to you so you can explain, because you were the interviewee. Yeah, I interviewed uh, Nick from the Movie Theater Time Machine. It's a really fun podcast that uh, him and his wife and two friends do where they, they just, they go back in time and talk about all things movies and each week is a specific movie, but each month is a specific genre. Like they did uh, a National Lampoon's month. They did a Robin Williams month. And it's super fun. And they do this really cool, fun thing at the end of each episode where they recast it. But they don't just recast it with other actors. They recast it with Muppets. So it's a really, really fun interview. I, I really enjoyed talking to him uh, and learning more about his podcast. So that is Nick from Movie Theater Time Machine coming right up. 
There are three things that I hate in life. Taxes, nausea, and booking vacations. The first two I'm stuck with, but for the third, I use Sandpiper Vacations. Sandpiper Vacations is a small business that is LGBTQ plus owned and operated with travel advisors all over the country. Whether it's a cruise, a trip to a theme park, or an all-inclusive resort, Sandpiper has you covered. Oh, and I forgot to mention, it's free. Why book a vacation when you can have someone else do it for you? That's like choosing to take the stairs in a building that has an elevator. Leave the headaches of booking a vacation to someone else. Get your quote today at www.sandpipervacations.com and tell them that the No New Friends podcast sent you. Hey everybody, it's Scott from the No New Friends podcast. If you'd like to hear all of our episodes, all of our past episodes, just visit our website, nonewfriendspodcast.com. All of our links to all of our old episodes are there. If you didn't understand an inside joke or just wanted to re-listen to something, just check it out. It's nonewfriendspodcast.com or you can check us out on all streaming platforms. Welcome back to NNF After Dark. I am joined by a special guest. We've got Nick from Movie Theater Time Machine Podcast. Nick, how are you this evening? I'm wonderful, man. Thank you very much for inviting me, man. It's going to be great. Of course. First of all, it's always great to have other podcasters on here because it's such a passion of all of ours. You know, if I can help promote another podcast and just have cool conversation, I always love doing that. So thank you for being here. So you're my pleasure, man. Man, absolutely. So you're you're a movie nerd like me. Uh, yeah. So tell yeah. me, we kind of talked about this a little bit off air, but tell our listeners kind of all about your podcast and what you guys do. Okay. Yeah. So movie theater time machine, the the show where we keep it real to real. You know, where we celebrate movies when it was on movies all the way back from when you know we have a review of the very first movie ever done, all the way down to just about 2010. So we get together each week, it's four nerdy people talking about film when it was on film, celebrating history, making fun of the actors, and then what we have is we have a thing called fantasy casting, where we try to turn it all upside down. Oh. And, you know, towards the end is the titular segment of what we do, and most of the time what we do is to try to make sure if we could change all the actors to Muppets, (laughs) how would the movie go? Okay. Yeah, that always brings that same face out. It always brings out some joy. It's right, it's so, fun. It's great. That's what. So, what of all the movies that you've discussed? What was kind of your favorite Muppet recasting that you did? The the best Muppet recasting we ever did was actually very recent. Uh, uh, it's been a little while since we did this one, but Casablanca. Okay, and uh, just having um, having Ingrid Bergman would be Miss Piggy. <laughs> I just, <laughs> but Rick, why? <laughs> why? I'm going to pick for both of us, and you're going to get on that plane. Oh, no, but I love you. Oh. You know, I just, that, that was probably the best one. And I mean, it stemmed from a few years ago where probably one of our, like, a cast favorite movie of all time is um, The Muppets Christmas Carol. Of course, one of the greatest Muppet yeah. movies of all time. Yeah, one of the greatest movies, period. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah, one of the greatest movies. And I mean, why it's so good is you have all the Muppets playing these cool characters. And then you have Michael Caine. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like, just being Michael Caine, playing it deadpan and beautifully. 
And then we're thinking, okay, what else could we do with all the Muppets but one person? So imagine if you would like a Kia, you know, I'm just going to pull a random movie right now, but like Keanu Reeves in The Matrix, everybody is a Muppet except for Nia. Okay. And just, ra- just rallying on that thought of just saying, okay, you have Morpheus as Fozzie Bear. I love or, Oh, my you know, God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm already loving this. All right, you go ahead and you take the red pill and you stay right where you are. Or more, more, or probably more Grover. More than anything. maybe Grover, yeah, or Sam the Eagle, yeah, okay, yeah, Sam yeah, the Eagle, right. because you know, very serious. I don't know that that would be, and I don't know if you guys do this already, but that'd be a fun idea if you already had kind of a a script ready, an excerpt from that movie, and as you recast it, you perform yeah. that scene as those characters, or do you already do that? No, that's a, we don't. We usually kind of joke about it a little bit and do that, but we've never really put a a script together. And, you know, and did what we did. And recently, um, I did an interview. Um, this is an exclusive for you as well for, uh, for NNF here. Okay. So, I mean, recently I, I interviewed Bennett Yellen, the guy who wrote the Dumb and Dumber movies. Oh, wow. And I, I got to read my Harry and Lloyd fan fiction with him. Really? Yeah, and it was it was a silly, stupid, you know, like three page thing. And I thought about it, and I had a friend of mine work with me at work about it, and they were like, "Okay, I'm going to do this," and he absolutely loved it. You know, which was good for us. Sure. But it actually put it actually put the um, put the thought in my head. I'm like, yeah, maybe I got to do a little bit of this, and just kind of be a little silly for the sake of silliness. But yeah, but yeah, I, I yeah, you know, it's a real, it's a really good idea, actually. I think we got to incorporate. Yeah, that a I think bit. that'd be cute. That would that would be fun, and that would be something like yeah. I love built-in segments to podcast where it's like yeah. it's something to look forward to. Right. For us, we do uh, yeah. Jersey Man versus Florida Man every week, where uh, one of our oh, listeners man. brings us two news stories, and we have to guess is it Jersey Man or Florida Man because uh, three of us Holy are from Florida crap. and one's from Jersey. So it's a super fun yeah. segment. It's super fun to do. So, yeah. and everybody looks forward to it. So back <laughs> I love that, on the Muppets. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, yeah. Muppet movie or yeah. Muppets most wanted, which one's better Muppet movie. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. We have a listener that like Muppets is hardcore Mo- Muppets most wanted. Yeah. I think Muppets most wanted had a lot of heart to it. However, it's, a lot of the newer stuff is out of the realm right. of it. So for us, like me, I'm 38 years old, and I can remember Saturday morning or early in the morning watching Muppet Babies. Yes. And, you know, and watching, you know, my sister had a VHS tape of almost anything Disney owned, you know, from 2005 all the way back since its creation. So watching the old 70s Muppets and, you know, as a kid and doing that, and I think when you have Most Wanted or something there, I think it loses a little flavor because you have the people, you know, like, that are a little bit older than me who maybe grew up with it and trying to, like, reignite that spark that's just not there. Right. You know, so it's like, I... I I am always a fan of a remake if somebody's really super passionate. Sure. You know, one of the best, uh, like, one of my favorite movies of all time is a movie by uh, Cary Grant called Arsenic and Old Lace. Yes, I've seen I've seen the play. Yeah, you've seen the play? Yeah. Okay, okay. So, now here's something you may not know is um, Robin Williams was 
tossing around ideas of remaking that. Really? And playing the Cary Grant part. Huh. You know, and this was this was something he was tossing around before he passed away. To me, that would have been a remake I would have been in the front row for. Sure. In an instant, because, like, he could mimic the Cary Grant roles. I mean, him doing that, and I could see, you know, if he has, um, in the movie, there's, um, you know, they pass by a graveyard, and in the, in the, in the graveyard, there's a tombstone that says, here lies Archibald Leach. Mm -hmm. Archibald Leach is Cary Grant's real name. Right. So, one of the things I would love to see is if he walks by and says that he does the whole, you know, song and dance, and you have Here Lies Cy Parrish. Right. Robin Williams' role from One Hour Photo, and you're like, oh my god. You're like, it just are little digs into yeah. his old movies, something, or, you know, or just somewhere where he just, just you know, he, there's a little nod to toys in the background, but nobody acknowledges Sure. It. You know, or you know, or Mrs. Dabfire, or yeah. some, or something God, along toys. the lines. And I mean, I, what an obscure movie! Yeah. That was an obscure reference. I love that movie so much, but it's just such an obscure movie. <laughs> it's a weird one. Yeah, it's just really bizarre and out of left field. And I mean, I, I, we did a Robin Williams month. God, of uh, probably four years ago now. I think, I think it was was it 2023. I have to keep reminding myself what the year is, man, you know, <laughs> and, you know, like, and, you know, especially after all that time, well, yeah, we lost I think it two was like, years essentially with COVID. So yeah, exactly. It, it's yeah. all confusing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which one of our, our co-hosts actually sometimes tries to float the theory that we're actually all two years younger than we are because we lost that period. I, of time. I'm down with that. And honestly, when people ask me my age, I forget that I'm 43. I'm like, Oh, I'm 42. Because yeah, I right. missed a whole year. We missed a whole year. Yeah. A year floating in limbo, which is really bizarre. Right. I mean, like, okay, I retired briefly at 36. Right. It was kind of fun sometimes. But, but anyway, we did a Robin Williams month. And, I mean, we did uh, Hook. There were several others that we did. And, I mean, I love his, like, really bizarre indie ones. And, I mean, when I, when I saw One Hour Photo, and I know he took a residual deal on that one and, you know, took a low, you know, much lower um, salary mm -hmm. than what he usually did. I think it was off the top of my head. I think it was only $30,000. Wow. But, you know, but. Yeah, but I, I think I, I could be wrong, you know. Well, sometimes those residual deals will make you extremely wealthy. I don't know if one-hour well, I mean, photo the, did it for him, though. Yeah, yeah well, one-hour photo, I mean, ended up being a damn masterpiece yeah. for a horror book. Right. And, I mean, you know, like, the the best one, you know, residual story of all time is Forrest Gump. Oh, of course. You know, or Tom Hanks took $1. He took $1 on that, and he said he will take the entirety of the rest of it in residual to do it, and he, because he believed so much in that script. Yeah. Well, that's like George, George I mean, Lucas for Star Wars A New Hope took almost nothing. Exactly. Took almost nothing yeah. from A New Hope, except he yeah. said, I want all the merchandising. And I want yeah. everything from Empire and Return of the Jedi. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean brilliant. The Maya, uh, brilliant. Yeah, I don't know if the man has children, but I think his great grandkids don't have to work. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, on, on that on that one thing alone. Right. I mean, which was a great decision. And I mean, there are several others like that, but I mean, you know, where we did Robin Williams and I think of those, I like the only rule we have when we we really go through a movie is was it in theaters. Okay. You know, was it in theaters itself? And I mean, we kind of broke that when we did the Sharknado series <laughs> a few years ago. That's an acceptable uh, break, though. 
because those are iconic films that oh God, should yeah. have been in theaters. Oh God! I mean, it's just and and uh, I think you know you kind of consider it when we did the room uh, about just about six years ago. But that was one I, I really wanted to do for my birthday and just really see how bad the movie mm-hmm. is. Have you seen that one, Tommy? Was those the room? I've not. Good. Yeah. <laughs> the room. Okay. I, I, I mean, it is right. I had to if. I mean, for listeners of, you know, NNF, for for you guys who, anyone who knows Tommy Wiseau, I mean, this guy is just, it just bizarre to even describe. Mm-hmm. You know, he wrote, directed, catered, and funded, and starred in the movie himself. It go the the thing the movie goes nowhere, but in order to review it, I had I found the the room.com and I had to email who was a guy John at the room.com. But it came back and the email was in the cadence of Tommy Wiseau. Okay. And I'm like, this is Tommy Wiseau. I, I, there's no other way around it. Like, oh, uh, you want to review my movie film? Please send link to your podcast. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I, said, I think you're funny. Okay. What is your address? He's, the DVD is sent from John at the room.com and they have this DVD. And inside the DVD is a coupon for Tommy Wiseau branded underwear. <laughs> I didn't ask for this crap, right. but I'm like, okay, I have this, and you know, the by the way, the DVD copy has been on Facebook to try to sell it for about probably two uh-huh. years now, and I mean, it's it's one of those. I think if I sell it, it's probably going to end up back in my closet <laughs> somehow. <laughs> Like, you know, like a Twilight Zone episode. Like, okay, that's good. That's gone. Great. Boom. Or comes right back. Or like, uh, like the Simpsons with the, uh, the, uh, trampoline episode where it just, it ends up right back in the backyard. Sure. Right, right. At every time. It's just that it, it's, it's a curse that I bear <laughs> at this point, but. It- but it does lead to many other, uh, many other shows. I'm looking at the room on IMDb. It looks very campy. It's hell campy, bro. It's, it's, 3.6 it's out of 10 stars on IMDb rating, but. That's generous. <laughs> it's that bad. But I love bad movies. I love That's bad true. movies. I mean, Sharknado, such a bad oh, movie. Yeah. It's amazing. Oh, like we we recently, a few months back, under the guidance of my wonderful wife, we uh, we reviewed Troll Two. <laughs> okay, ended up enjoying it more than I thought. Like the point where it's so bad, it turns around and becomes amazing. Right. Oh, yeah, for sure. Anything that's sci-fi, anything that's on Sci-Fi Network is like that. Uh, you know, during 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 yeah. Shark Week on uh, Discovery Channel or yeah. whatever, Sci-Fi puts out all yeah. these terrible, terrible shark movies, and my wife and I. We don't watch yeah. Discovery Channel. We watch the Shark Week on Sci-Fi. We've got Santa Jaws. We've got Zombie Shark, yep. and these movies are yeah. ridiculous. They are so bad, but we can't stop watching them because they're just so awful. I'd hate to give a promo for this, but that is the Sharknado series oh, in a for nutshell. For sure, for sure, but with really cool cameos, like amazing, amazing cameos. Amazing cameos alone, number one. But, I mean, when you get into the fact that you get into Sharknado 5, <laughs> And just describing it alone to a coworker of mine at the time, they're like, oh, what's Sharknado 5 like? I'm like, okay, they go to Europe, 
they end up seeing Stonehenge, which has which is a secret key that's kept sharks underground for years. And later on, they find that the whole thing could really be a time travel thing. And he meets his son, who is played by Dolph Lundgren. Right, right. Who has a two-minute cameo, and they go off into the last movie, and it's about time travel when they start the Sharknado that started in the right, first place. He's like, it's so ridiculous. You know, yeah. And by the way, in the sixth movie, Neil deGrasse Tyson plays Merlin. <laughs> I don't really, <laughs> like, was this just like a family guy quote where you just threw shit at exactly. the Ex- Exactly. Like, That's exactly what it like, is. And just see what the hell happened, just throw it and keep going. I would have loved to have been in the writing room because it was probably just like Mad Libs. They just wrote, wrote right. a script and put a bunch of adjectives and, and names on a board and just drew it out. That's how they came up with this script. Yeah. yeah. Oh, by the way, we need somebody to play a Tony Blair character to be the prime minister of England. Okay, sure. No one's available for them. We need a British actor, though. Can we get, you know, Craig, you know, can we get the guy who played James Bond? Who played, yeah, yeah, let's go get James Bond. Who's going to be there? Chris Kattan. Right. <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah. But Daniel Craig's not available. No, no, no. His name is Chris Kattan. It's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous, but it's so amazing. I, Sharknado 3 was probably my favorite, though, because I, I'm in Orlando, Florida. I worked it at Universal Studios yeah. uh, back in the day. Yeah. So the fact that all of that is filmed at Universal is so cool. Even what, what's funny is because I recognize everything, you know, when he's driving in, uh, in Washington, D.C., and he, like, pulls up to the White House, he's actually in the New yeah. York area of Universal Studios. Uh, they didn't yes. go to Kennedy Space Center. They're on the top of one of the sound stages, and it's just superimposed. Yeah. And it's just—it's so bad that it, you know the, the shark on the roller coaster. Like, come on, it's not how physics works at all. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant! So insane. <laughs> Favorite movie of all time. Favorite movie of all time. I mean, that is a very, very, very loaded. Of course it is. Of course it is. Uh, Because like the top ten revolves a lot. Sure, but I'll get. I I will cheat and I will give you two. Um, because the favorite of all time classic ever is. Harvey starring Jimmy Stewart. Okay. And just because it's one of those that hits me every single time, a. You know, a man who goes about town who generally isn't bothering anybody, but his best friend is an invisible six foot eight rabbit. Nobody, you know, people question it, but I mean, my God, it is just a joy from beginning to end. And Jimmy Stewart is, I like, I would want to see Jimmy Stewart at at any given time. And I think he's the the actor that we miss, especially my generation. He, you know, he died in the mid 90s. Mm But I'd say really the one that hits me personally the most, uh, more modern, is Good Burger. Okay. My, I, you know, <laughs> that either gets two reactions, yay or yeah, okay, okay. cool. Like, it just, it really, it really hits me a lot because it's just, I grew up around, you know, Nickelodeon. I grew up around all this and it was, it was tremendous. And it still hits me every time because again, it's like we talked about with Sharknado, the wet. Wackety weird that happens with Sharknado is also the wackety weird that happens with Good Burger. Right, right. I get it. Abe Vagoda lives in a Good Burger, and they try to hit him with shark poison. Goes in the water. What are you going to do with shark poison? Like, are you going to stab the shark, or 
Are we doing some Batman thing where you have shark repellent? Yeah. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> and then Sinbad with his genie curse where he ends up in every 90s. Film. Right, right, right. But never in a movie called yeah. Shazam. That was just a, 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 a Mandalorian no. effect. No. <laughs> you have a lot of really, really cool episodes, and I can't wait to really dive into your podcast. You know, Logan's Run, which is which is such an obscure, you know, an old 1970s sci-fi movie. And then you do the National Lampoon movie. Uh, movie, the vacation movies. Yeah. Just you're all over the yeah. place, and I love that. It's superb, and we pick a theme every month to go into. And we, we did Logan's Run, I believe that was when we did. Uh, we titled the one Past Futures mm-hmm. Month, and we looked into movies where, like, at the time they they you know said it like it's in the far off right. future of 1999. And meanwhile, we're sitting in 2021 going, right, right, right. That didn't happen. (laughs) You can check out movie, movie, movie theater time machine on all, on all streaming platforms. Correct. Do you have a website? Yep. Easiest way to do it is our website, movietheatertimemachine.com. Um, there, we have all the platforms that we're on, on there. Um, including, um, when you go on the website, there is a link to our YouTube page. I've got to actually uh dive in there and i have to um edit some videos of some interviews we did recently um including where we interviewed larry yes. hankin and you know he was just an absolute oh, yeah. gem and an amazing individual to chat with and funny yes. as hell um including a um a, where he talked about the uh a scene he was in with Breaking Bad, and he's like, I bet you didn't know I was only in there for nine seconds. And you could see the video, like, my jaw hit the floor and went back up. And, you know, walked in the back, you know, went to the back of my head. Just to, you know, just to give an idea of it, but, um, and others that we did. But we do also, right on the front of the page, uh, we have our interview with internet legend brad jones okay. uh you know the cinema snob where we uh, interviewed him and reviewed the movie dolomite and uh the, he was so damn nice and i mean he is he is my, an idol of mine just generally his own style kind of puts together my comedy okay. persona yeah um yeah but for us i mean for movie theater time machine it really is a celebration of film i mean i i I firmly believe in you know celebrating movies when it was when it was film because there is very few things in my you know I had a good childhood personally myself I really did but there are very few things that bring comfort to more than sitting in the movie theater and enjoying a communal experience of watching a good one or a good movie or watching a bad movie and really getting that, like even going from like, uh, we've done a lot of Quentin Tarantino movies. Um, but even like recently, um, watching the new Mario okay. brothers movie, you know, that's, that's the experience. And those are things that you, we take the time to look at, um, even going all the way back to things that are well before, because the start of the show, when we first started this, we were only going to do black and white movies. Hmm. That went away very, right. very fast. Yeah. You'd be missing out on so you many know, good ones. Yeah. I mean, it started like a few months later. We're like, Hey, how about we do a whole month of Mel Brooks movies? I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> like, let's just keep riding with this. Let's ride this train. And, um, but you know, that, yeah, that's us, man. That's us in a nutshell. I mean, it's, it's a good time thing. And I mean, I, um, where I produce it, I mean, the, 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 
the journey when you take it, like what we want to do is we um we try to give a good time in a really like where sometimes the world can be really mm-hmm. awful. You know, we want to turn on a podcast and you want to have people laughing, you want to have a good time and forget about things sure. for a while. You know, while you're doing that, you go through that and you're like, you know what, I think I really want to check this movie out now that I heard these people talk about it. Um, and then go from there. And I mean, dig into our back catalog, see the weird sketches yeah. we did. Um, back when we had a really weird announcer character named Max. And, um, even, you know, going forward where we had, um, for some time where we had a re- we were sponsored by an adult website. And, you know, and just working in that bizarre ass right. promo. That's cool, though. Our, our thing is just having fun. And I mean, you can't, you can't not be in a good mood when you're hanging out in a movie theater, sitting there with a giant tub of popcorn. Sure. We all do yep. that, you know, and just kind of enjoying that time. Um, I'd like to also go into one yeah, story too, that I, I, I think is really super important. Was, uh, Kaz and I took, um, about a month ago, got involved with one of the great experiences I think I've ever had with a theater. Um, I would really just want to um, advocate for um, Fathom Events. Okay. And uh, I'm trying very hard to get them to be a sponsor on the show. So uh, Fathom Events, which takes classic movies at the time of, um, you know, at their anniversaries or anything... Throws them back in the theater for a night okay. or two, you know, and go on there and experience that because you can see something. And we recently got the chance to um, to watch Casablanca Ooh. on the silver screen, and I like I you know, I got goosebumps just yeah. remembering this alone. And I mean, this was one of the movies that built the relationship, especially in my adult life with my grandmother, who we lost last so year. Um, and that, um, no, thank you. But you know, she was, she made it to 96 years old and lived alone right up until the day she died. So, I mean, she, she nailed, she did great. You know, as the kids say, it's life sure. goals, <laughs> like life goals, you know, but you know, she did what she did, did it well. But I mean, she introduced me to the movie and I mean, it just engrossed old Hollywood for me, but watching that on the silver screen, even though, I mean, there was, um, you know, there were the bars on the side. It was a little bit right. bizarre. But just and there was like 10 other movie nerds around who were quoting it. And when they start singing, you know, the Treat of Versailles, and they're dancing and the French national anthem starts playing and everybody's banging the, you know, banging the sides and, you know, yeah, drinking the Big Gulp too. And, you know, doing their thing and, you know, like doing their thing. And it just, enjoying that experience was amazing. Though I'd say really... Fathom events, or there, there are many different versions of it. Um, that you can, if you see something in a local movie theater, because this is what's keeping movie theaters afloat. Right. You got all the streaming services, you got all the other stuff, and yes, you got Marvel movies and all that. And I, I can't take away from them because I enjoy them myself. But if you, if you take that and you say, hey, I, I want to just see this thing besides watching it on streaming service or getting a DVD. Take it, get it, go out and have fun with your friends or take your partner out and take them on a date night, you know, and just 
be there and just see that because you see that experience. And I mean, we watched an 80 year old movie 80 years after its release, the way sure. it was meant to be. And yeah. it was, it was like stunning. It was stunning to see it. I mean, I want to choke up just even thinking about it, but, but, um, for me there, I would say for that, that's my big passion gotcha. to lead of the world here. Please. And Fathom Events, if you are listening, MovieTheaterTimeMachine.com, we do have sponsor offers for you. If you'd like to go ahead and make a deal for you, we are certainly negotiable. Go ahead, MovieTheaterTimeMachine at gmail.com, we are certainly go ahead and offer. Thank you. <laughs> well, there you go. I'm sure that they listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, we try, man. We try. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, Nick, it was an absolute pleasure having you on. Everybody Thank go check out man. Movie Theater Time yeah. Machine. Um, if you have a big episode coming up down the road or whatever, and you ever want to promote it, feel free. You're more than welcome to uh, come back on and, uh, and and let us know about it. Thank you, Scott. I much appreciate that. Thank you so much. Thank you, Nick. You're listening to the No New Friends Podcast After Dark. We'll be right back. You want to join a cult? Well, this might be your lucky day. For just $2 a month and a simple blood oath, you can join our clubhouse and become a friend with benefits. In addition to the amazing feeling of donating to the poor, you will have access to Patreon-exclusive content, live shows, and maybe even a behind-the-scenes look at my secret stash. To get started, head on over to nonewfriendspodcast.com and hit join our clubhouse. Can't wait to see you at the initiation ceremony. Oh, and in the chat during our live shows, of course. Wow, that interview was super interesting can't wait to dig more into or dive more into not digging up anything no one's dead i uh, can't wait to dive more into that podcast i love movies man and uh diving into those older movies right up my alley um speaking about being up alleys nick had a had a, had a question for us that we talked about on break Submit yeah I was, I was just curious i mean we're talking about the birds and bees talking about your son losing his virginity when did you guys lose your virginity Oh, oh, I am 40, uh, 42. No, I'm just kidding. About that. <laughs> kids, honestly. Math doesn't work like, out on that uh, one. Three weeks ago. <laughs> Does my hand count? He's like, I haven't yet. <laughs> I, I want to go to, I want to go to Sarah first because I'm, when did you and Lewis meet? Because I can only imagine that the two of you were only together with each Lewis other. Lewis was my first. And my last. No, I was 24 when I met Lewis. So, yeah. <laughs> so 24? 24. Yeah. Yeah. Sarah's going to plead the fifth. That's, ex that's exactly yeah. what Yeah. I'm going to plead the fifth on this one, I think. Yes. And that's legal. Oh, that's legal. Okay. That, that's, that is that's a allowed. legal that's allowed. Uh, statement. Okay. All right. Now here's here's the question. So we asked when she met Lewis. The real question, though, about her virginity is: When did you meet Lewis's sister? <laughs> <laughs> and how long did it take for you? Yeah. 
romance too. No, that's that's <laughs> funny. I I actually met her, um, and she was dating somebody at the time, a guy, and uh, we all met together at Buffalo Wild Wings. And I was like super awkward, and uh, at the end, I like gave her a hug because that's instinctual for me. And I guess after the fact, Lewis and her boyfriend were like, "Didn't you like? Didn't they warn her that she doesn't like to be hugged, or that you don't like to be hugged?" Oh, and I was oh like, my god! Crap! And and it, yeah, it was even more awkward after the fact. I have a similar story. <laughs> oh, good. I have a I'm similar so story. <laughs> so my, my, my wife, the, so my sister, my younger sister is very protective over me. Very, very protective because I've been through a lot of shit. And so she wouldn't meet Rachel forever. Like it, it seemed like a very long time. But she's like, no, I just want to make sure she's serious. And there was already like a little bit of a hatred there because we're all Florida state fans. And Rachel went to UF and is a huge Gator fan. So there was already like that, like our family takes college football seriously. So there was already that. So my sister finally invites us over for dinner and this is going to be the big meeting. And my wife is like really trying to impress her, makes this like awesome dip and, and does some, and goes to like whole foods or, or one of those like uh, bougie hippie places with the organic shit. And she brings this like fancy gourmet cucumber salad. So we're, you know, we're, we're doing dinner and all that. And, uh, you know, there was alcohol involved. And then my sister informs my wife, she's like, you know, I hate cucumbers. Right. And that was the main dish that <laughs> my wife brought was <laughs> cucumber <No>. salad. Horrible. <laughs> that's, so anyway. really, that's really bad. But the, my, my, my wife and my sister are like you and Lola, a little less gay, but they're like sister wives. They're like best friends. Yeah, we're like one notch above that, you know. Oh, I know. Borderline. I know. Sounds you mean below. No, yeah, below. Did I say below? No, I think no. you meant it though. Above. <laughs> <laughs> I motioned this way and said the complete opposite. Oh, I know. So anyway, before we go on to Scott and Nick, my uh, virginity losing was at the age of seventh grade. My friend came over, Adam, and we met. A fine lady named Lisa Ann. Google her. She was uh, Pornhub's number one <laughs> for a record-breaking 86 weeks straight. And that's yeah, my story. Yeah, I know. I, it. Yeah, listen, you you met your wife in like fifth grade. and dated Yeah, we've been since. together for like 45 years, and I'm not <laughs> even that old. Exactly. <laughs> you guys were matched in the womb. Now, Scott, I think I know your story. Okay. I think your story happened in the backyard of your parents' house. And if it didn't. No, not, not yeah. when I lost my virginity, no. That was your, that was just like for fun? That was for fun. That was, we needed to bang one out real quick. <laughs> <laughs> it was so much easier back, back when we were younger to bang one out real quick. Yeah, now I've got it. Now I've got to fucking do dishes and laundry right? and chores and say, "Look what I did," and and this and that, and be all sweet and take her to dinner. It's a huge effort. Um, you know, back then it was just, "Hey, you want to go in the backyard?" And yeah, let's do it. Um, so I, I was seventeen. Uh, so the same age as as my son. Um, no big deal. That's the end of the story. Oh yeah, that's a good that's a good story. I I, I respect that story, Scott. Yeah. 
Nick, your turn. So I was. You better blow us away. I, I was younger. Uh, and speaking of blow, Chris definitely <laughs> wants you to blow <laughs> it away. That's what he said. I was younger. I don't know if you remember a movie called The Titanic. I do. Um, so, you, no, wait, 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 wait. You had sex with Leonardo DiCaprio. <gasps> I wish. <laughs> Let's just say, sex like, watching Leonardo DiCaprio. Back when that movie came out, it came out on VHS and it came right. out on two cassette tapes. Two. Hold on, right. hold on, Nick, 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 Nick. Chris, VHS. <laughs> to watch movies. <laughs> We, it was this huge like VHS <laughs> video tape, like a big iPod, we, like an iPod. Uh, no, it was like a disc, but it was a tape. It was like oh, this big. Wow! And we and we we put it into a thing called a VCR, and wow. it played. It was there was a huge tape thing, uh, which gets us into a whole thing cassette tapes, yeah. which I know you don't understand either. But it was like it was a bigger like, version of a cassette tape, yeah. which was just for audio. Wow! Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, you had you had two of them. Let's just say I didn't make it to change out to the second part of the movie. Yeah, so don't know what two, happened. Two don't VHS know what happened in, the, in this movie. I <laughs> spoiler <laughs> alert! Spoiler alert! alert. Movie. The boat sank. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, I was I was probably about fourteen, I think, at the time. Fourteen, a, and it was with a guy. It was with a guy. Well, that's I, first of all, so that's I, awesome. I'm a gold star gay. So I was just going to ask yeah. you: Are you a gold star gay? I'm a gold, I'm a gold star gay. Wow. Wait, can yeah. you explain yes, that gold please. so a gold star gay? Does that mean So like, gold star means I've never touched a vagina at all besides <gasps> coming out of one. Good for there's, you. There's also platinum gay or platinum is C section. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's that could be the funniest <laughs> shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Where you never <laughs> touch a vagina That's the at all. Funniest so. shit ever. There's so uh, there's also there's Scott, also gold, you- gold star lesbians. Really? Yeah, that have never so never thing. touched penis. Yeah. So, oh, well, they're plat. They they're born platinum, right? No, Maybe you can't because it came out of the penis as the <sighs> sperm. Okay, Chris. <laughs> when a man and a woman love each other very much, okay, they, so, they hug. So real remember tight. that talk that you had? Yeah. <laughs> so even in the gay community, women still get the short end of the stick. They're, they're none of them can be platinum. They're just they, they can never be platinum. The men, the men are always better. Now, Scott, are you gold or platinum? <laughs> <laughs> Were you C-section? <laughs> I I actually was C-section, so I'm platinum. <laughs> wow, you got our first platinum. Wow. Now, Nick, first of all, okay, so you're gold star. Do you know how many platinums do you know? Is that is that rare? Uh, do you wear badges because I feel like I wear that like a badge of honor. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it should be like your like profile, like. Little thing in the corner, maybe or something. I guess I don't know. <laughs> like on Twitter, they have the whole new, yeah. Instead like, of the yeah, if you're yeah, yeah, a little check mark, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's now just platinum gay or gold. Even listen, gold star. That's I'm not gonna. That's that's impressive. And my that, my husband just impressive. commented. Sean just commented in the chat. He's he's kind of a bronze gay because he started he's tan the, a lot. <laughs> well, he used to, when we first got together. He worked at a tanning salon. <laughs> um, he he poked it in a little bit and decided nope. <laughs> Good for him too, though. Try. He's a switch hitter. He, he, he tried. He tried. He, he gave it his. He gave it the old fashioned college shot. try. Yeah. He didn't go to college. He just was drunk. And- he gave yeah, it the old people, high school try. People, people and, like. And if you're a priest, you gave it the old uh, elementary school try. Oh my goodness! Uh, before we <laughs> sign off for the night, I just did want to say that people like Sean do piss me off because they just get the best of both worlds. Just don't. Just they just uh, get to enjoy everything. So. Um, 
That should be like a uh, a different kind of badge. That should be what's above platinum? Maybe diamond. You get the diamond badge, Sean, because you've 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 walked both worlds. <laughs> you've you. Scott's looking at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> Sean has walked both worlds. Scott. No, you don't get the star if you've walked both worlds. No, but that's even more impressive. He's like Elton John status. Elton John was at okay. orgies with like seven right. different people. But guys okay, and girls. We, we are straight men. Well, I'm straight. You're mostly straight. <laughs> I'm mostly uh, give, You can't give out straight. stars because, yes, of course you're going to give the diamond star to the best of both worlds. Sure. But that's not how it works. I don't mm-hmm. know. I think that he gets the Elton John badge, which I feel like is Elton John, man. He's having sex with everyone. Like he'd, he'd just be like, he doesn't care. Say, hey, let's have sex. And he, you see the movie? You see the movie Rocket Man? There's a whole yes. scene. He's having sex with like 45 different people. Guys, girls, animals. I don't know. He didn't care. <clears throat> he'd not, he'd, he, he was just like, that's the diamond badge. I'm not saying, not, not saying animals. That's. Yeah, I, uh, that's okay, giving the Scott No New Friends credit. podcast does not giving- condone uh, having sex with animals. It's a actually, joke that- <laughs> <laughs> actually, I don't. But <laughs> stop. <laughs> so anyway, um, what was I getting at here? You ready yeah, for summaries? Congrats on the sex. The Titanic went down that night. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! How old is Titanic now? Where, where's he at? <laughs> and does he live close to New Jersey? <laughs> oh my god! All right, before I get arrested, arrested Scott, do you have any summaries for us? I have a ton. Buckle, buckle oh in. Thank uh, <laughs> some of these are mine. Some of them are stolen. It's fine. All right. So Chris said that at the very beginning of the episode that Emily finally listened to the episode and now he is in the doghouse. I am now also 35% gay. Chris, call me. (laughs) Chris talked about getting the talk uh, when kids have hit of age. Um, Chris has never received the talk because his dad Still thinks he hasn't hit the age. (laughs) (laughs) Just a little underdeveloped. (laughs) Chris Chris talked about this little girl who told him uh, all about the birds and the bees in first grade. Um, And Chris was so disgusted. Uh, Chris, is that why you're gay? This is an awkward one for me to talk about because I, I'm about to tell everybody something that nobody knows about. So, Chris, I'm sorry. I'm going to tell your secrets right now. We spoke about the KKK. Okay. Oh my um, God. Chris, Chris was actually affiliated. Uh, he is affiliated with the KKK. Uh, he was seen in the KKK. Uh, no. Okay. Calm down, Sarah. Not the clan. That's his bra size now. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. That was a good one. That was a good one. Thank you, Ryan, for that one. <laughs> Chris's gay percentage goes up to 75% every time he eats a Twinkie. In the past year, he's been gayer than any other year by the looks of it. God. We we talked a lot about the talk or the video in school. Nick edu- educated us on the fact that there was no gay video. Sarah, was there a class for you and your sister-in-law? 
Now, Chris said that Emily's teacher used life-sized Barbie dolls. <laughs> Chris, those are called fucking blow-up dolls, all right? Don't call them life-sized <laughs> Barbie dolls. You can buy them in any adult store, okay? This is on Doll Podcast. We can talk about it. <laughs> yeah. It's little Barbie dolls in life-size with the holes in it, and you blow them up. Fucking blow-up dolls. <laughs> Crystal uses the Barbie doll, though. He doesn't need a blow-up doll. The Barbie doll is... is, is the Barbie doll. <laughs> Chris was impressed with the space available in an SUV to have sex. Chris, you've got a ton of space in a goddamn Mini Cooper. Here's <laughs> your little. Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> Nixon... <laughs> Nick said that Grinder didn't work on a cruise ship. Unrelated, Sarah and her sister-in-law have canceled their cruise. <laughs> <laughs> this oh, is lightheaded. okay. I'm lightheaded. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> Ryan, I did it! I did it. Chris is drinking box wine tonight. If he doesn't get a hold of his ailments, he's going to be in a box himself. <laughs> Okay, and listen, no, that's not, not in a coffin. That's super dark. I would never make a joke about death. No, Chris has more ailments than the dude from the operation game. <laughs> Chris, we, we talked a little bit about your new laugh. Um, Chris makes that same laugh noise when sleeping. It's time for a CPAP fatty. <laughs> and finally, we all, we, we all agree and admit that we all have a little gay in us. And if Chris plays his card rights, uh, his cards right at the next LGBTQ plus meetup on the cruise, he may end up with a lot more. <laughs> and those are my summaries. Oh my gosh! Thank you, Scott, for that. Uh, the summaries have turned into the fucking uh, thesaurus. <laughs> this is uh, wow. <laughs> this was an easy one to come up with. Some and they, Ryan helped me out on a bunch of them, of course. Yeah, for some reason, but it was I funny. Wish... Ryan te would text me, but I was already in the like the Twinkie joke. I was already in the process of writing something very similar. I knew you were right. I, like as I was saying, <laughs> I'm like, oh, he's got this. <laughs> when you said Twinkie. When you said Twinkie, I was like, oh, thank you. That was bump set spike. <laughs> okay, Chris, oh, bump set God. spike is a volleyball term that taller people play. You know, it's a game that people play. <laughs> I'm more of a digger. I can just dig. I can't. I can't do any of the rest. Uh, for some reason, I, I hope everyone else laughs during this. For some reason, whenever I end these. Uh, episodes my uh my depression is worse for some reason i don't know i don't know why <laughs> but anyway all right guys it's, it's it's getting pretty late here i have some twinkies under my bed i gotta get to so <laughs> on behalf of nick sarah scott and myself we'll see you next week
also before we get off uh here um really sorry uh and when he says get off he means (laughs) turn the computer off (laughs) um i'm not getting off tonight because i never get off nick will probably get sarah will be probably or already has and will again uh who knows i haven't seen this in a while It's been like it's been two hours, Sarah. Um, <laughs> There's plans in place. <laughs> She's like, I'm ovulating. Can we be done with this already? No New Friends After Dark has been brought to you by Sandpiper Vacations. Sandpipervacations.com. Just check out our website, nonewfriendspodcast.com. Become a friend with benefits. Check out our sweet merch and so much more. This has been a No New Friends Entertainment LLC production. Production.